one month from Lent. It is February. What? It's Catholic Schools Week. Wait, 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 wait. And we are the Pastors of Pain. Oh, time out. Time welcome, out. Welcome. What? Uh, it's yeah. February. We're one uh, we're a month. month. We're less than a month away from Lent. Uh, Ash Wednesday is March 2nd. Free Carbon Wednesday. And we, uh, and it's Catholic Schools Week across the nation, including in our little preschool. Wow. And you, are you doing fun stuff for them? Like you used to do a Bishop Kelly, like PJ like Day? Picnic, picnics and yeah. Yeah, we do. I used to look forward to Catholic Schools Week. When you're in preschool, like you can wear your pajamas and it's no big deal. They don't, we don't have a uniform for our two-year-olds. <laughs> Kilts. Um, yeah, little, <laughs> little ties for the guys. No. Um, anyway, welcome to the Pastures of Pain. Uh, we're here in Payne County, Oklahoma, and life is. It's good, man. You think it's good. so? I do. I do. They got. We got a lot of momentum right now. We just finished up our uh, parish-wide Marian consecration. Oh, yeah. Uh, with great success, probably about a hundred. I don't know. We we gave out a lot of books, so we don't have an exact number. It was probably 150 people. The 33 Days of Morning Glory. 33 thing. Days of Morning Glory by Father Michael Gately. Okay. Um, it was it was good. It's really messing with some people in a good way. Um, it's not a very you know if you've seen the book, it's two three pages a day. Um, but it's deep and it really challenges people to trust more in in the Lord. Um, to ask for. The intercession of Mary and the saints. Yes. Um, anyway, just nothing, nothing but good, nothing but good coming wow. out of it. Um, we've had some. Uh, we, you know, last episode we talked about ba- baptizing babies. Oh yes. Um, so we have a number of baptisms happening, which is fun and awesome. Um, I really like. Not everyone likes it, but I really like baptisms during Sunday Mass. Yes. Now the church says don't do it too often. You don't want to, it's like a, you know, it's kind of a special event. Um, but we always pitch it to parents. That, so they have the choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want your child baptized? You want to do it during mass? And a lot of them say no, because it's kind of, it's pretty public. I mean, it's you in front of, up in front of several hundred people. Um, but uh, some say, some really want that. Because they, they get love, a, they, they love get, the, just the support of the yeah, community, the prayers. They do love that. Hold the baby up. Simba. Simba. Simba style. And then they get a taste of what it's like being a priest. Like I was at the, uh, I went to the OSU people. game a couple weeks ago, the OSU TCU game. Uh, you, you went without me? I went without you. What night was it? Was it Wednesday night? It was a Wednesday night. Ah, it was yeah. Yeah, a couple Wednesdays ago. Um, And they do the Simba cam at the basketball game. <laughs> and so what's funny is like parents, like, you know, there's a lot of little kids there. And so yeah. parents like hold their babies up. My favorite. Simba style. And then college at the very guys. end, this was such, this was so college. How college is this? Uh, at the end, it was like this girl, college student, like holding up her beer. Simba style. Sometimes and I guys, was just like, oh my gosh. Sometimes a guy will grab like one of his little friends and like hold them they up. They did that gra- too. <laughs> they held up. Yeah. You kind of take your smallest, lightest friend and hold them up in the air. Anyway, it was really funny. It was really funny. Um, so what's going on with you? You're, you're, you're living it? Living I, am, I am living it. I'm living it. I, uh, we're watching this building and this construction go it's up going. and then I drive by once a week. Yeah. Or so. I don't like the, uh, the, uh, fluctuation of construction prices right now. It sort of gives me, um, um, an ulcer about every day and a half. Yeah. I mean the price, don't you have like a locked in price? Yeah. But stuff changes because right. like 
Because, like, that's someone... Not, that's not your fault. Well, I know, but someone can't get a material in one oh. state. Oh. And so then they have to say, well, uh, we have to use this material. It's going to cost you $50,000 more. And you're like, what? So, yeah, I'm just... Thanks for covering all my masses for me while I'm not here. I'm raising money to pay for the rest of this building. Yeah. So, thanks, I've covered, I've covered a few. Covered yeah. a few masses. I was out elk hunting last week, and you covered uh, my Friday my Friday mass. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. It's what, it's what we do. We're a team. Team go. Team pa- team pain. You know you team, know what what? You know what else team. is a team? Us what? and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> team team Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the coach and the, we are the water boys. Uh, the advocate, the you know, the uh the, the the lawyer, the one who defends us, who leads us and guides us. The paraclete. Oh yes. So our advocate. Other names for the Holy Spirit? What else is out there? The, uh, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. The comforter. Oh, that, in the Byzantine prayer oh, for the beginning comforter. of the no, the beginning of the divine liturgy, the prayer is, uh, "Oh, heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who is everywhere present and fillest all things, treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and abide in us." That's the beginning of the divine liturgy, and when you start at the the front doors of the church, and then the deacon holds up the gospel and says, "Wisdom, let us attend." Peace be under you. Most people have not been oh. to. People, students are asking me to celebrate divine about. liturgy in Stillwater. Why? Uh, because they've never been to divine liturgy. I'm not liturgy. opposed, but why? Uh, they just they, they just want to be different. They just want they just like they've never been, and they're like, "You're an Eastern Catholic priest, Father Carey. Well, why don't you do it for us?" I'm like, "Oh, okay." But uh, uh, let's get, let's move on. Let's. Move I'm on. indifferent to that. Okay, that, that seems kind of a uh, it seems kind of nichey. Yeah, it may be. It may be, but I, I really want to move on because I, I, oh, this, do. I have this itching thing. Okay. This itching thing. And I heard this, I've heard this like. We can wh- stop by Walgreens and get some. <laughs> some topical cream. Some ointment. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do, just a side note, because this, this is really funny. When I was at, when I was an undergrad at Boston College. Yes. Um, I was a tour guide and I loved it. I loved it. Walking backwards? Uh-huh. Totally. Walking backwards downstairs. Whoa, you know it. And we had a lot of stairs. So I would be giving these tours. Um, and I would do like two, two, three tours a day. I mean, I was constantly, you know, people coming to look at the school. And and so my friends would uh, frequently like play jokes on me. Oh, no. Uh, and they would, as they, if, if I was giving a tour and they were walking by, um, there were two main, two main comments. Both of which were untrue, but totally hilarious. One of them would yell, Hey, O'Brien, nice to see you giving a tour sober. <laughs> and of course, there's all these like high school juniors and seniors and their moms and dads like looking at me. And I'm like, he's like, he's kid. I know that guy. He's like, and then the other one was, Hey, O'Brien, that rash really cleared up. <laughs> And I would be like, okay, uh, moving on. And this uh, this building over here. Uh, dude, look, is, is he talking to one of you guys? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Anyway. Wow. So funny. I'm itching. You're itching for? To, uh, I, I mentioned it to, uh, about the, about talk about the Holy Spirit. We talked about baptism oh, last week. Yeah. You know, kind of we're, uh, it's a, I don't think we're doing the sacraments of initiation, baptism, confirmation. But the, the I, I'm just really kind of sad that the, the phrase confirmation which means to strengthen. Yeah, to confirm. To confirm has been taken as 
I'm agreeing to be Catholic the rest of my life. Oh, like as a graduation. Like, oh, I'm confirming that I, I'm confirming, I'm making this assent to this truth that I want to be Catholic the rest yeah. of my life. And that's, that's you're being, you're being uh, strengthened, strengthened. Yes. By the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and I don't like that religious education people, catechists, people in parishes, you know, who are teaching religious education to my young people when they come to college, they're like, yeah, I was confirmed. It's like, no, well, tell me what you mean by confirmation. Well, you know, I agreed to be Catholic the rest of my life. I'm like, no, that's so diminishing the sec the, the life of the third yes, person of the yes. Holy Trinity and those awesome gift that is being given to us. So I'm kind of like, I'm itching Let's talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Because the other, the other, I've had an experience lately, and that, and this, you know, things. I think things in the church sort of happen, and I don't know, happen in sort of phases. Like you'll have no, like no, like some pastoral issue, like no, no problems, and then, like, like oh, five people with this one problem, and you're like, why? I have not heard this in years. So very recently, this is kind of this happened a lot in in January, and it's kind of continued into February. Adults in my parish, church-going adults, who come up after mass and say, "Father, I was never, I was never, I never received confirmation. I was never confirmed." Whoa! And so they're, I mean, they are practicing their faith. Some of them they're raising their children in the faith. Mm -hmm. um, but for whatever reason, and I always ask them, like, "Oh, like what? Like?" And and there's a variety of reasons. One is they say, like in high school, I wasn't very faithful or I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't. And they say like, kind of like to your point, Oh, I didn't feel like I was ready or, you know? Um, and then the other is like, they moved around. So we don't, we don't have in the United States, we don't have like a set confirmation age. It depends on the diocese. And so they moved. Oh, I was in this diocese and they do it at this age. And then we moved. And so I missed it and it just never happened. So now I'm 35, I'm 40, I'm 50 and I've never been confirmed. So I think we should talk about what the sacrament of confirmation is and what it's not. Um, and then maybe as a, uh, I think especially as an encouragement for people who are not confirmed is to maybe talk about the effects of confirmation, why they should be confirmed and why it's such a beautiful thing. How would you feel about that? I would love to because I, okay. you know, I was confirmed in the diocese of Suwon. In Korea, oh, right next to the town of Onjongri, which of is of course, a, right, right there, which, a, which is a neighborhood, a little village. You just say you take a left, you take a left. So I, I was confirmed the so age left, 21. and then a right, and then it's right and there, then right over the bridge. Yeah, it's and right then there. Make a U turn, a couple it's of right them roundabout. Yeah, right by the Seven Eleven. Let's talk about it. Go ahead, hit it. I'm I'm eager to hear more about the sacrament of confirmation. Well, confirmation is. Uh, I think it's important to talk about it in the context of other sacraments. So confirmation is, there are seven sacraments. Uh, three of these sacraments, baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist are, are what we call sacraments of initiation. Okay. So confirmate, when one is confirmed, one is receiving a sacrament of initiation. So it's not an adult, I mean, it, obviously, adults can be confirmed. Yes. But it's meant to be something that younger people do. Before Holy Communion. In the order of things. Before Holy Communion, before marriage, 
um, uh-huh. before, uh, certainly before, you know, you go, if you're, you can't go to seminary. And not be confirmed. And not be confirmed. Yeah. The orders is baptism, confirmation, first Holy Communion. Now, yeah. And there's a whole so, other, that's a, a history whole, to it. There's a history of European politics. <laughs> that's a whole side debate of, of, yeah, of the when. But if you're an adult in the church and you're not confirmed, you should seek confirmation. You should talk to your priest mm-hmm. and we can make it happen. Yes. Um, and especially if you're if you're practicing your faith, if you know if you know about the sacraments, if you're well catechized, it, we don't have to wait till Easter. Um, you don't have to go through the whole process of RCIA. Uh-huh. Uh we can, with our, with the bishop's permission, we can confirm anytime we want, if if the person is ready and we think and we know them to be to be ready. Okay, so what what happens at a confirmation, Father Kerry? Why 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 confirmation? Well, well confirmation. Uh, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you an Eastern and a Western perspective. So, uh, in the Eastern Catholic Church, baptism, confirmation, First Holy Communion, all at the same time on your baptism. Not like as a little baby, you are baptized, you are confirmed or chrismated, and then you are given your first Holy Communion. In the Latin church, it is you get baptized. And then about the age of seven, when you're supposed to receive the sacrament of confirmation, you get skipped over. So you receive your first Holy Communion without being confirmed because there's this idea that it is, I don't know, political, but it, it, there's an idea that it's a, some sort of coming of age ceremony in the church, which your is your Catholic bar mitzvah. Exactly. Or uh, bat mitzvah for girls. Bat, your bat, 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 bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Uh, and, and the idea of the sacrament of confirmation is this chrismation. You're being christened with this oil of salvation, this oil of confirmation. Sacred chrism. The sacred yes. chrism. And, and Jesus has this line. He tells the apostles right before his ascension to wait till you are clothed on high. Wait for this Pentecost. Wait for this coming of the Holy Spirit that will fill you with this new divine with life. With the sevenfold gifts. With the se- bam, Wisdom, understanding, knowledge, fortitude, counsel, piety, and fear of the Lord. Which I love. Uh, um, I love all of them. Yeah, I need. I'm always praying for wisdom. You know, you make a lot of this as a pastor. I mean, just yeah. as a human, shoot, you make a lot of decisions, and I'm like, just Lord, give me, just give me wisdom. I don't know what to do. Give me wisdom. Yeah, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and um, our three groups. And together. why can I ask for wisdom? Because I've been baptized and confirmed. Yeah, I have those gifts. Right, they have been given to me. They were infused. Yeah, there's a really good article if you Google like the Knights of Columbus. The Knights of Columbus had this really great article. It's like probably 35 pages. And it's all about Ooh. each individual gifts and the fruits according to St. Thomas Aquinas and the Beatitudes. Really? You Google Knights of Columbus, um, gifts of the Holy Spirit, and bam, there's this incredible arg- uh, article. And really? if you think like, oh, I, uh, there's only a little bit I can know, it is rich. I've used it for my RCA classes a lot. Um of Why am I just hearing about this? Well, um, I've known about it for 11 years, so you're behind the ball, O'Brien. So the, why is it? Why is this important? Well, it it turns the 12 apostles into scared little little little, little boys in the upper room. Remember, they're locked away for fear, and when the Holy Spirit comes down upon them, it comes upon. It says in um, it says uh, there's this noise, the shaking of the house. There's this cloud and this fire, which 
if you rewind in the scriptures, the previous occasion where there's smoke and this this fire is the Exodus, which we talked about a couple weeks ago uh-huh. with baptism. Yep, yep, yep. This this fire that leads you and this cloud that is also there to protect you and this cloud that the leads pillar you. Of, pillar of fire. And I never thought of it until you made that baptismal font at Bishop Kelly. If you look at the baptismal font, there was the... Oh, yeah. we had, the, There was a fu- the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I was like, wait a second. This person who made this baptismal font in like, what was it, like the Philippines? Was Indonesia? I Indonesia. Think? It was yeah. made probably not even by Christians. They just carved it. Hey. But what did they put in there? Yeah, we sent them a picture. Yeah, and they overlaid baptism, like the Red Sea, with the Holy Spirit coming down upon them. And I was like, whoa, that's exactly what the yeah. early church thought Beautiful. about it too. Yeah. That the that the Holy Spirit was there leading them with that fire and that cloud protecting from them. From slavery. From slavery. To freedom. Yeah. From fear. Like that's what they were like. They wanted to go back to Egypt. It the Holy Spirit keeps us going, keeps us from going Moving back forward. to yeah, Egypt. The Holy Spirit, and we would say this too, the Holy Spirit is missional. Right. It's send the Holy Spirit is is constantly pushing us sending us out you know so when we talk about evangelization and like the church mm-hmm. taking it to the streets right we need the holy spirit taking it to to, to 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 help us um I, I love the phrase that that one's confirmation is like your own personal pentecost oh. so like thinking of it that way so it's not a rite of passage um it's not it's certainly not graduation oh those are so dumb um Thinking of of one's confirmation as your own personal Pentecost. But then for those of us who are confirmed, I mean, so I was confirmed my sophomore year of high school. Um, I was 16 years old. Me, 21. Um, that The fruits of that sacrament given to me at 16 are still, are still with me. So I can call upon the graces of my baptism, mm-hmm. of my confirmation, of my ordination. I mean, these are... These are sacraments that are received once. Mm-hmm. You know, you're baptized once, confirmed once, ordained once, um, married once, you know, uh, that you're, you, these graces are still there. So those sevenfold gifts of the Spirit are available to me as a baptized and confirmed Catholic and a priest. So that's what, when we talk about like why people should be confirmed, that's it, because the sacraments are real. The sacraments are are give real grace to help us to follow the Lord and to share the good news and bring others in. Do you have any? Do you have any a story of like how you how you've experienced the Holy Spirit in your yes. life? Yes. Oh, come on, tell me. Uh, a lot more tell as a priest. People. A lot more as a priest. Okay. Um, but I would say too, I think the Holy Spirit helped me. Uh, I would uh, like I would go back to my, like my senior year in college when I really did not have a clear path, a clear sense of what I was doing, where uh-huh. where to go, and that was a time of really of of prayer, um, asking the Holy Spirit to to guide me. Yep. And what ended up happening that year is it's a series of events outside of my own doing. Um, I was sort of in the right place at the right time, multiple times to hear a certain piece of news, to hear about okay. a, a certain program and, and then kind of having the courage to say yes 
you know, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to move to Oklahoma. I'm going to be a teacher. Um, all of those came through the words and actions of other people that I, I'm convinced, Counsel. yeah, that the Holy Spirit put into my life to then, to, to then to do it. Um, but I've had, you know, numerous instances, especially in difficult situations. You know, we go into, I go into hospital rooms a lot and with people who are dying and, you know, what do you, what do you say? How do you preach a funeral um, yeah. or even something beautiful like a wedding? Well, I, I try to, as much as humanly possible, to rely on the Holy Spirit to tell me what to say. Even Sunday preaching, Lord, what do you want? Holy Spirit, what do you want? What do you, what, what needs to be said? Uh -huh. What do my people oh, need yeah. to hear? And then you got to shut up <laughs> and, and, you know, and listen. Um, but that Holy Spirit was given to me at my baptism, December 21st, 1975. I was a month old. Um, my baptism, when you, when you're confirmed, it, it completes your baptism. So those two go together. I, when I was confirmed in whenever that was, I think it was April or May when I was 16. Uh, those graces are real. And so if you're not confirmed, you're kind of missing out on those. And, and so we want to, we want to help you. Um, okay. So how, what should people do? So let's say someone is not confirmed. What? What should they do? Well, let, let should me they think, panic? Let me think. Let, let me think, let me think. Oh, they should get confirmed. Yes. <laughs> How? How does one go about doing that? 588 <laughs> empire. This, uh, this commercial break brought you for the Chicago Cubs. That was that yes. was the number. Um, WGN watching Cubs games. Uh huh. Don't uh, don't call five eight eight two three hundred Empire the Empire Carpet Company. I don't think that number works anymore. But they what what they should do if you're out there and you're like wow. I um I, I'm stuck in traffic right now, and uh, I'm hearing this podcast, and I'm thinking, uh, I need to receive the sacrament of confirmation. Call your call your pastor. Yeah, call your pastor and just like let them know there will be a process. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not complicated. Uh, to to be confirmed. Like I tried to get confirmed when I was living in Panama. I tried to get confirmed when I was living in um, Kuwait in the. Uh, and then what do you, mean you tried, I, I went to the priest and I said, Can, I, I need to get confirmed. And they would say just like, uh, yeah, I don't have the time because I have five parishes and I fly on helicopters around here or like our confirmation class has already began. And so when I got to Camp Aww. Humphreys in Korea, they they said, yeah, you can you can get confirmed here. And so I had, because I'd been to Catholic schools, they abridged the class and ah, confirmed nice. me there. Uh, nice. So there's going to be a series of classes. So one, talk, talk to your pastor, talk to grab them at Sunday mass. Just. Stand there, yeah, like, or call, shoot him an email. Oh, well, I, I, I like a personal visit. Father O'Brien likes an email. I like an so, email which sets up the personal visit. Oh, there it is. Hello, Father. Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to be at this mass, and I would love to visit with you about confirmation. Yes, and then I will find you. That's right. Uh, what What else should you do? I would encourage you to go online and and read like Google like Catholic confirmation, and then find find that like that. Um, like the readings of like St. Thomas Aquinas about the sacrament of confirmation. There's a good article on life, on lifeteen.com okay. and it's called eight things you need to know about confirmation. Oh, that, yeah, sure. It's very helpful. Yeah. So it's just very helpful. So start, start learning because as we learn more about another person, we fall in love with them more and we build a relationship with them. You know, uh, Pope Benedict on this year of faith writings, he says, you know, knowledge leads to faith. Faith leads to encounter. 
So as we grow in knowledge of another person, we grow in faith of them. And as we grow in faith, we begin to encounter them, as Pope Francis said, like in the in the um, in his, one of his encyclicals, he says, like encuentro. We have to encounter um, the and the good it's God. A meeting. Yeah, we. It's not just like I see them and I know they're there intellectually, not waving at them from afar. Uh huh. I'm become friends with the Holy Spirit, and so maybe even and as you go through this process, find a novena to the Holy Spirit or a litany to the Holy Spirit, and begin to pray that and pray for the dissolving of sin and evil and the growth of the uh, of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and and paying attention to those fruits that are going on in us as well. May I uh, may I read from the Catechism? Uh, are you literate? I'm, I am. Okay, good. Uh, so th- this is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, par- it's right around paragraph 1300 or so, where you can read about confirmation. Oh. Um, so I think last time we were talking about baptism, whole big section. What, 13? Uh, so it's around the 1300s. Okay, okay. The 1280s. I would like to hear. But here's this. There's two paragraphs that I want to read, and it's called, it's under the heading, The Effects of Confirmation. Whoa. What does it do? Ooh. Okay, ready? Go. 1302. It is evident from its celebration that the effect of the sacrament of confirmation is the special outpouring of the Holy Spirit as once granted to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Oh, what do you think about that? I I would agree with that. Okay, is right that on. what you were asking me? What I, just, what I agree just, with? I would just like you to affirm church teaching. Oh, yes, I, uh, I am not a heretic. <laughs> 1303. From this fact, confirmation brings an increase and deepening of baptismal grace. Increase so we and what say was it? An increase and deepening. Ooh, okay. So confirmation completes baptism, right? Okay. Um, here's other some other effects. It roots us, and uh, feel free to jump in on any of these. It roots us more deeply in the divine filiation, which makes us cry, Abba, Father. In sonship. Divine filiation. Yeah. In, in divine That's sonship. from Romans chapter 8. Beautiful. Okay. okay. Oh, well, well, eight. Say it, that again. It roots I, us more deeply roots in the divine more. filiation, the divine sonship. Like it allows us to which live makes us as cry, children. Abba, Father. It, yeah, it, 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 more, to... it more clearly defines and makes present that God is our Father. Oh. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Like I, if you're, if you're like, weren't, is, it, like is this guy my dad or is that guy my dad? Mm, I'd want to know. <laughs> right? The Holy Spirit makes clear God is your Father. Okay. It unites us more firmly to Christ. Okay. Who wouldn't want that? Mm -hmm. Yikes. It increases the gifts of the Holy Spirit in us. So that's the sevenfold gifts. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, piety, (laughs) etc. It gives us special strength. This is why this is my favorite effect. It gives us a, a special strength of the Holy Spirit to spread and defend the faith by word and action as true witnesses of Christ. To confess the name of Christ boldly and never to be ashamed of the cross. That's from the Council of Florence. What do you think of that? I would agree with all that. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> okay. Um, so it's like, I mean, it used to be when like my when, when our parents were kids, they would talk about after you were confirmed, you became a soldier for Christ. Oh, yeah. That's where that comes from. That you're you're going out to to, as we talked about last time, to apologize. To, 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 not, to defend. <laughs> to, to not say, to, I'm, I'm sorry. To defend but. the faith. Um, then the other thing that it does is that confirmation leaves an indelible spiritual mark. So when, when we receive baptism, confirmation, ordination, there's a mark on your soul that says, 
Confirmed. So hypothetically, you ready? I'm in a hypothetical situation. You're uh-huh. out there in Radio Land, and you're, say your name is Ron. And Ron has never been confirmed, and he grew up, say, let's say, like, in New Jersey. Just a hypothetical situation of a guy, maybe New Hampshire, um, not New York, but just hypothetical. Yep, yep. And he never been confirmed. What, what, what? And maybe he lived, like, in our radio boundaries. Yeah. What would you, what would you say to shout. Ron? Give us a shout. Let's go. Okay. Okay, God. Yeah. Got it. I'll- because then, then the next section is, who can receive the sacrament? Every baptized person not yet confirmed can and should receive the sacrament of confirmation. Bam. That's all I got to say. Wow. Isn't that great? Wow. We're, uh, that, that, that's a. It's good. It's good. It's good for us. Um, so it's not like if you call us on a Friday, we're not going to confirm you on Sunday. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of preparation. Yes. We need to know, you know, that you're, you're ready, that you're, uh-huh. that you're, you know, you know what you're doing. We want to res- we respect your conscience and your freedom, you right? Know? And also, not something we want to force or guilt yeah, you into. Yeah, a good a good cleansing of the soul through the sacrament of confession, yep, yep, so that yep, like the yep. Holy Spirit has you know as as that line from the Scripture says, if you're going to get all those evil spirits out of your heart, you got to put something in there because the the evil spirits will come back even more powerful yep. and more angry than they were before. And in fact, one of the things before we can confirm someone, we have to prove that they're baptized. So we're going to need, we'll need documentation from the parish where you were baptized that you are in fact baptized. Or wherever you were baptized. Or wherever you were baptized. Wow. Yeah. Yep. The sacrament of confirmation. Pretty cool. The so I, I just, I just think it's worth talking about because there's so many people lately have been asking for it and I am edified. Whoa. I am built up. Come Holy Spirit. All right. We're out of here. I hope you have a great week. Hope your February is off to a great start. We'll see you very soon. Peace. Peace.